Hey Google, play something cool and new. All right, here's a song you might like by Bruno Mars. Easy come, easy go. That's just how you live. Well, I like a little Bruno Mars for sure, but I want something different. Siri, play me something cool. Okay, here's a song from the early 70s. (sighs) No, that is cool, but I want something different that isn't all over the radio. Alexa, play me something cool. Okay, I found one song you might like. Oh no, nope. Alright, we'll try something a little more old school. Hal, do you have any good music? I'm sorry, Tim. I don't think I can do that. Why not? I think you know why, Tim. Is that new underplayed episode out yet? That's right! You can't trust an AI to bring you cool music because AI doesn't hang out in the places we do. Listen and subscribe to the underplayed and we'll show you around. And welcome, welcome to the Underplayed Podcast once again. This is episode thirteen. Thirteen. Wow, thirteen. Isn't that an unlucky number? It's gonna be a lucky number for us. For us. Yeah. Um. So you know how last episode we like just had like a random person come in. Well, about we did that. it again. Yeah, we did it again. We have another person in here. Cause I have two children, and I cannot favor one child what? over the other. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it. So last week we had my son Nick. And this week, we have my daughter, Jenna. Say hi, Jenna. Jenna. Hi. Don't be shy. It's okay. Jenna's very quietly spoken. I'll try not to be. Which is like a complete contrast to Nick, who's just like... Yeah. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. You yep. get one parent's personality in each child. This is true. That's true. These are true or a strange mix. A strange mix. Anyway, so as per usual, or actually, no, last episode, it wasn't quite usual, but we're back to our regular scheduling, your regular scheduled programming this time. If you're new around here, we just, you know, we show you some cool songs, and if you like it, you can go check it out. You say it, this section better than I do if you want to say we, it. Uh, what do we do? There's a thing Breaking we have written down. down. Breaking, down Breaking down songs, songs that, that deserve, that deserve more, airtime. more airtime. Yeah, there you go. Yes. You're welcome. We either do <laughs> artists that are not quite yet as big as they need to be, or sometimes we do songs by famous artists that maybe no are B-sides knows, yeah. or just a little bit lesser known songs. Mm-hmm. Very That's good, very good. I am personally very excited for our first song today because I found it while I was scrolling through TikTok one day. Oh, I didn't think anything good came from TikTok. Me neither, right? No, it's this guy. um, Are we allowed to say his name yet? Are we continuing this talkie section? Let's. uh, What about that holiday? Remember that holiday? The underrated holiday? Oh my gosh, I didn't look up the underrated holidays. (laughs) Oh no, we forgot our own format. (laughs) We have our segments are like all over the place. It's okay. We're all over the places, people. You know, we try stuff. Jenna's literally shaking her head like, what? (laughs) We don't know what (laughs) we do either, apparently. We don't know. Let's let the guy introduce himself. That's a pretty nice voice. That is a a dang good voice. Very much like Jeff Buckley. Which is his one of his uh, big inspirations. Now, this artist, his name is Cowboy Malfoy. People keep saying Cowboy Malone. Nope. Not Cowboy Malone. It's Cowboy Malfoy. I don't Malfoy. know why you say that. It makes no sense in my brain. But <laughs> it just okay. happens. Okay. No, no, but both of you have separately said I Cowboy did. Malone on I accident. I started saying Cowboy Malone. I don't anyway, know why. So he is, he's pretty small. Um, I've done more research on him he's than I have. He's only four on, foot uh, tall. It's not true. not true. We mean small as in popularity. I wouldn't say he's small. Like, 
Well, he's got 50,000 followers on Instagram, right? And yep. 70,000 followers on TikTok. That's pretty darn good. But he's only been the putting out recording since 21. Right. Yeah. Since so, 21. Yeah. I mean, only for the 21. past three, two, 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 three years. Two years. Yeah. He, has, uh, f- he has four singles out. So he still uh, is working on his discography. But I'm quite excited to see what he has. Because as you could hear in that intro, it sounds very like... It's very good. Like it's good. I could play a little more. Uh, I just stopped it, but here. To see you again. Wow. Yeah, okay. cool. It's, it's a very meaty voice, too. Like, very full, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's very, like, it has, meaty. like... Like a ghost. Makes me hungry. Ghost. It is kind of ghosty, like <laughs> spooky. The, the song, that part the of song the is song spooky, is yeah. a little haunting. Oh, that's another mm-hmm. thing. This song, it has like, it's split the, into two parts. Yeah, the video kind of helps. Sorry, guys, we don't have video in the podcast, but. Yeah, sorry about well, that let's, one. Well, let's talk about his name and talk about the song. And yeah. Out, yeah. Or should we play the song? Or how well, do his name it? is Cowboy Malfoy, and the name of the song is How I'd Kill. That is correct. And here's How I'd Kill by Cowboy Malfoy. Oh, how I kill to see you again. Love's a game. I play the I was wasted on your perfume Yeah, you turn into a mess But I must confess all oh, that I've never felt so right Okay, so you oh, typically yeah. we stop it after the first verse okay. and just talk a little. Oof. Okay, so, so what I, I wow, his <laughs> voice, man, that just <laughs> dude can sing. Oh yeah, he's and got the, a bro's got some pipes. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> and I like the I like the production on that. I guess that's a um, prom, prom. like a classical guitar. Kind of sounds like a classical guitar like or a, a ukulele. I didn't really pay that close attention. Ooh, might, I don't know. I think it's a classic the, guitar. In the I heard music a, video, he's playing a guitar. Okay, so it's probably a guitar, and I heard a a little bit of upright bass too, which just yeah was mixed real nice. And the oh, and yeah. the and the the, the choir or the, the orchestra, mm, yeah, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're having trouble with words today. It's unfortunate because it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I I mean the whole production, all of it, that whole thing, like that really like brought me in. I mean, of course, his voice is just like. What do we say? What's the analogy? Like a butter drip, dripping off a hot biscuit. Butter dripping <laughs> off a hot biscuit. <laughs> Jen is not, she doesn't know that one, but yeah. what, what do you think so far about this? The first thing I thought was he easily changes how to, from, I, the his, best, from his full voice yes. to his falsetto. The best, it's your at chest one part. voice 
to your falsetto yeah, voice. Yeah, but like it was very smooth. Well, he's got a baritone voice. He is not yeah. a tenor. So he does not have that kind of higher range in his chest voice. You had used the word meaty earlier. He's got kind of a fuller sound. He doesn't have that kind of higher nasally sound that yeah. you get, you know, more from other from mm-hmm. tenors from a true tenor. He has a pretty tone. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's a lovely like um Josh Groban is a is yes. a baritone. Of course you would say Josh yes. Groban. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. And so and really, he has a very similar voice. I'm just being honest. I can hear um, that. Because now. he's got that fast vibrato. He's got that full rich baritone. But then he's able to, you know, sing very lovely up in that falsetto head voice mm-hmm. going on. And he's got Gosh. a lot of control over yeah, it. Control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a lot of control and, and he does great. Yeah. It does sound like Josh Groban. He should I do know. a Josh Groban cover. Oh well, he, he could. When you said that, that clicked. He, that he's actually done some songs. Well, we'll talk about it more, but he's done some songs in other languages. And I was like, oh, oh really? Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ugh. How do you find this Makes stuff? A girl melt. I There's find it all, of baby. Online. I find it all. Okay. Also, one thing, what really made me bring the song to you guys to possibly have it on the podcast is this next part that he's about to play. It's like a complete switch up. Yeah. Oh, I love it. What I think it represents is like the different perspectives of, I'm assuming he's writing the song about a relationship, right? Of course, as yeah. like 90% of the music in the world is, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least popular American Western music is. It's like a complete perspective change. And you can hear that change in the music, which I think he did beautifully. Before we do the rest of the song, though, I want to go back to the just the vocal track. Mm-hmm. I want to hear some of this without the music. Cause like he did some stuff and Jenna noticed, I noticed that she noticed something noticed that, she- that he did. <laughs> I just want to hear this a little bit. If y'all bear with me for a second. No, I, yeah. Loves a game. I played the fool. I was wasted. That. Yeah. On your perfume. Yeah, you turn into a mess But I must confess Oh, that I've never felt so alive Is that him doing this background like that? Yeah, that's the background vocals. I'm asking, like, is that him doing that really? Probably. I would imagine that's him. You think? If it so, that's be, something that's super impressive. You know what he also kind of reminded me of? Michael, Michael Bublé. Yes. Oh my, oh my gosh, you took my whole thing. I was going to talk about it later. <laughs> oh wow. He legit. Podcast is over. Is a, I know, he, <laughs> he legitimately is a really crazy good mix of Josh Groban and Michael Bublé oh mixed into one. His style and his voice, all of it together. That is where I would put him. Because he does, and and we're getting ahead of ourselves, part partly because um, the song takes a turn, and you're gonna hear a whole different style. It's and so freaking good. The buble comes out. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's mother daughter. We we've think built it up so do. much. I know we really we have. All right, I backed it up about five seconds, and right. and we'll carry on. Well, that's a lesson learned. Jenna's face, I wish y'all could see it. No, you taught me how to hurt. Was it worth it? No. Cause now I'm coast to coast, alone, alone. Searching for solace and comfort, and 
don't know if I can carry on They called me crazy and It's got that cool 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s I hear way more Michael Bublé in that part Yeah I'm hearing some like La La Land soundtrack in this. Oh yeah. Oh, on a major chord <laughs> i it's love it beautiful. so much it's beautiful oh very very that cool song it needs to be longer it's not long enough yeah that's yeah. what i've decided it's a great mix he's got that latin stuff going on uh-huh yeah and then he kind of changes over to that orchestrated romantic swoony almost like some broadway performance like Harry Connick Jr. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, yeah. it's, it's Harry Connick Jr. and Michael Bublé. It's that whole style. I really, really hear Michael Bublé over yeah, anybody sure. else yeah. that we've it's talked true. about. But it depends on what song he sings and the style of the song, too. Yeah, because right, he sure. takes on the style of the song and how he sounds is kind of dictated by that in some who else do you know who has written a song that goes from Jeff Buckley to Michael Bublé? Yeah, right. Like who? Yeah. That's talent. Oh, yeah, and the music sure. is good. The musicianship is amazing. Whoever is playing piano yeah. in it's that him. second part, that's him? Yeah, it's Oh him. my gosh. Yeah, I've been excited to talk about all the stuff I learned about him well, because he's talk away. ridiculously talented. Oh, yeah. Prodigy-ish sounding really, mm-hmm. really cool. Oh, well, yeah. Take it away, Trace. Well, he's from Australia. Oh, okay. He does have an Australian accent a bit if you when you listen to him talk. Maybe I guess he does. His first name is Max. I cannot. What's up, Max? His first name is Max. I cannot, for the life of me, find his last name anywhere on anything at all. Maybe that's on purpose. Uh, Probably he has been working for a while doing Latin arrangements, doing orchestration arrangements. That's what he's been doing. He's not very old. Um, He's 21, right? 21, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he does a lot of that. He is a very talented pianist and guitarist. He plays both incredibly well. If you go on TikTok, his TikTok, he has some little snippets of performances. And his current one, as of this date that we're sitting on right now recording. The 27th, right? Yeah, somewhere in there. The performance is a piano piece that he wrote that is so good. It's so good. In fact, you know, before we finish this segment, we should probably try to find that and see if there's a way to just... Do you know what it was called? It's just his current TikTok. If you go to uh, TikTok and do Cowboy Malfoy and click on the most recent... I can find it for you and send you the link because he doesn't have TikTok because he's boring. I'm old. Well, I have it on my phone. (laughs) You can just... I got Facebook and Twitter. What else is there? (laughs) Y'all heard them. I got MySpace too, yeah. (laughs) LinkedIn? Nobody talks to me on MySpace anymore. LinkedIn is where you get hired. Yeah. And TikTok is where you get fired. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on what you put on TikTok. Okay. So here. Are you going to play into the mic? I don't know. Can we try it? It's going to sound like stir-fried Nikes, but I mean. All right. Well, let's just see what happens.
That's him playing piano. Really giving some like Justin Hurwitz vibes. Read his caption. All right, so his caption says... What, what does, he, does he say what the name of it is? No, no. It says, I wanted to create the feeling of chasing after someone you only just realized you love. A train is departing as you run after it with every fiber of your being, hoping, begging, it's not too late. Wow. Dang. So okay. he just wrote this piano piece. I usually have pretty good luck of picking a random song to share. Uh, usually we do the artist's song and we do a little mm-hmm. blip of another song. So let's see what... This one's called Precious to Me. Do you know it, Keaton? Okay. Let's see what it sounds like. That sounds like a train. It does, yeah. This is one of his earlier ones. This okay. 2021. Precious to me. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. A nice indie bedroom pop. Indie is how he is the genre he names. I was gonna ask that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because now he sounds way more pop there than Michael. It's a sound. Yeah. I'm telling you, he is able to take on the sound of a style, you know, that he's performing. Yeah. Yeah. Because that 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 sounded almost like a different guy. But you you still could hear his voice. He's got a very distinct voice. I like that. The, I do love it, yeah. yeah the artists prefer- where even when they're doing a different style, you can still tell it's them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did a song called, uh, yeah, I can't say it. It's in French. They <laughs> pensez la nuit, something mm. like that. I, oh. think it's a, I think it's something about <laughs> I see in the night. Don't quote me, but something like that. Did you take French? You may no. have just said something really terrible no, I in didn't. French. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, um, but it's, it's in French <laughs> and it sounds a little more classical. And he has that more classical sound and feel in that, too. So so how he wrote How I'd Kill, mm-hmm. he didn't intend to write it as a song. He wrote the first seven words, Oh, How I'd Kill to See You Again. Yeah, seven. And he sang it on TikTok, like about a year ago. Oh. And he got so much feedback oh, wow. saying, give us more. We want more. What is that too? And so he started building, slowly building a song and writing a song. He built it around just that beginning and wrote the whole song from that up. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. That is super cool. Yeah, and it took him a while, didn't it? I mean, he, he didn't just release next week. He, he took a while doing that, I think. Because he said he felt a lot of pressure. And like once it had such a big response to those first, and by the way, Trace, it's eight words. I just wanted to beat the uh <laughs> listen i'm telling you what i read it says i sang seven words maybe he doesn't count how i'd kill to see you again so maybe the o is not counted as a word yeah if you don't say the o right it's seven yeah oh, that was <laughs> good job not bad <laughs> Not bad at all. Yeah. To see you again. You got it. Thank you. You could be his stunt double. I, no, I don't look like him. <laughs> I'm not Austra- I'm not Australian. Oh, gosh. He looked Asian. Asian. He looks a little Asian. He does. He does he not look Asian. Do you know I'm 0.5% Asian? <sighs> you are also <laughs> I did my 95% DNA. Caucasian Irish. white male. 
Irish. Where's my wine? Oh, there it is. <laughs> it's empty. Yes, mostly Irish. Do you have anything else you'd like to say about the song? Anybody? Either of you? Well, we kind of mentioned about the topic, the lyrics. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's yes. the, what's it about? Yeah. Of course. I mean, it's it just, sounds obvious, but is it as obvious as it sounds? I mean, I think it's definitely a song about love and maybe a broken down love along the line. He says, love's a game I played the fool. Um, you turned me into a mess. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, there. Thanks for that. Sorry. I had to do it. I didn't. Well, I thought I did. Keep going, Chase. Um, but his chorus says, but that's a lesson learned, which I think but is that's a great... that's a lesson learned. Yeah. I like that. You taught mm-hmm. me love. No, you taught me how to earn. It's not It reminds me of a song we've done recently, too, This was sort of was like... Really? A co-pilot. Oh, no. Yes. Where are you? A bit. A bit. But now I know that you were just taking me before a ride, Mm -hmm. but that's all right. It was a beautiful ride. Like what he learned and why he's, he's like, they're broken up, but he's not like broken up about it. Oh, you're right. It is kind of that same type of like coming to acceptance. Yeah. Type of dealio. Never saying that again. Type of deal. (laughs) Dealio. (laughs) I was going to say, I find it a lot more meaningful when me and mom were talking about this earlier, when the lyrics are like... There's a positive meaning behind it. It's not just sadness or mm-hmm. like anger or whatever. It's just, it's yeah. good, good storytelling, good. Yes. I mean, he, he pours out, you when you read the lyrics, he pours out his his hurt in this song for sure. Um, I've been wasted on your perfume. Yeah, there, there's a lot. He says, um, he says, empires rise and fall like tides i live through it all but it won't mean a thing without you i mean that's sad that's yeah that's, um, yeah that's dark yeah but um but that's the happy section or ha- quote happy section of the song or when it comes more michael buble <laughs> what buble-esque buble-esque yeah yeah, yeah. So. all right well i mean is, is there any more on this song you guys i would just else? say um he is up and coming for sure. Um, I can't wait we, to see what he has next. Right. We're going to be um, listening and yeah. following. We're excited about his material. And that's why we wanted to put him on our podcast and kind of wanted to encourage our listeners to check him out. Yeah, 100%. Yep. You could check him uh, at, well, you know, we're going to have. We'll have the links in the we'll show have notes. the links in the show notes. The snow notes. The snow notes. We'll have the we'll snow have his, uh, notes. His, We'll have his Spotify and his Instagram and stuff like that. Cause yes. He does not have a website. He does not have a website. Cowboy Malfoy, I will make you a website. If you want a website, I will make you a website for free. For free? Wow. Yes. In today's economy? All right. Whatever. Like That's a deal. I will make a web, free website for the cowboy. I was going to say I like his name is Malfoy because he watches Harry Potter. Ah, uh, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Potter. I do happen to believe that the name did come from the movie because in one of his earlier songs on the video at the beginning, it's a quote from the movie from with Malfoy's, yeah, with oh, Malfoy's name in it. Okay, yeah. that okay. makes sense though. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That is very cool. Where are you going, Potter? <laughs> Sorry. It was, it was, it was, I know I did. Quidditch. Quidditch. Oh, quibbage. Cribbage. No, quibbage. It's Quidditch. It's Quidditch. Quidditch. Okay. Mm. This is not a macaroni macaroon uh, (laughs) moment. I'm just saying. Are there two C's in it? Oh, stop. Okay. We're not going there again. No. That was Toth's ordeal. This is, this is Max's ordeal. Toth, play us the horn. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that's so clever. I forgot he was a trumpet. He's a trumpet player. Trump. Yeah. Trump. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll move on to our second song and our second artist. Yes. Oh, this is going to be fun. If you go to our website and you look in, there's a little album cover that we make for every episode. And you look at some of these people that we've got paired up, like Karen Carpenter and Eddie Vedder. I love that so much. I love the fact that, you know, we've got variety like that across the board and within each episode. We so, cover as many genres as we humanly possible. Poss- yes, yeah, we possibly can. You're missing country. Oh, we don't do Jenna country. brought that up. We do Americana. Uh, that, is, I told her that. I said, well, we, we get up to that Americana. No, we have not done any real um, classical country. However... We did do a song, a country song by Glenn Campbell um, that was a cover. So it was a country song, but we have not done any contemporary country music. Maybe that's something we'll work on. Garth Brooks, here we come. Ooh, an underplayed Garth Brooks. I got friends in low places. You did not just say that out loud. I don't listen to country. She said she has no idea who Garth Brooks is. Is he country? I don't know. (gasps) Even people who hate country know who Garth Brooks is. Is he old or not? <laughs> is he old? Compared to who? I know. Yes, he's old. I am 22. If he's, he's old, like then. old, old, then I have never listened to him. Gracious. Okay. I've listened to him and I'm, how old am I? Fifth, something like that. I don't know. 15. 15. Yeah, somewhere in that. Got his age. Anyways. Anything that's like the Rascal Flats or oh, like. Um, it Blake, used, they used to be called Lady Annabellum. Now they're yeah. Lady A. Or like Blake Shelton, his song Home. Songs like that. Those country songs are really pretty and really there good. Are, there are good songs in every genre. And is that true. is why we want to cover them all. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is Garth Brooks. It's taken a minute for him to start. Garth Brooks. I, see, I already forgot Last the name. Last one to show. This was a huge, like, blowout. He has, like, this is, like, the... If you took every single country song in the world, gave it to an AI, and told it to produce a country song, this is what it would do. <laughs> it's missing the word tractor. Uh, you haven't heard at all. There might be. Oh. <laughs> Why are we doing this? This is the underplayed. This is like yeah, this overplayed. Is not, this is the epitome of overplayed. LOL. Sax How did we even... What? No, that was a violin. Oh. <laughs> that was not a violin. That was a sax. Oh, <gasps> that reminds me. Have you heard of that song, Devil Come Down Georgia? Or was yes. it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have we heard of it? No, no, no. Like, yeah. uh, like um, what's it called? Is it called? The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. They played that's, that that's on Stone Mountain. They, they played, they played fiddle against song. each other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's got a song called on. Fresh Horses. <laughs> Very country. Those horses are is fresh. That under, is that underplay? <laughs> Let me smell them horses. Oh, yeah, they're fresh. <laughs> Those are some fresh horses. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if it's Here, underplayed. lift up the tail. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so guys, our next no. song. <laughs> Jenna's like, wow, these things really get edited, don't they? Yes. <laughs> they really do. I didn't yes. realize. But seriously, we, we talk. Oh. We talk and we try Just to take get the best of content. it. Yes. I'm yep. sorry, Tim. It's okay. <laughs> it struggle. takes me three days to edit one episode. 
but that's that's Straight. about no, I'm kidding. that's about an hour each day? and then i take a i take the next day i do another hour so about okay. three hours yeah um, that's okay okay cool i don't feel bad it's not 24 times three this next artist she's got a very very Yeah, this is a group called Dead Sarah. Dead Sarah is a rock group out of Los Angeles, and we're oh, going okay. to be listening to the song called Dear Love. Won't you lay down beside where I've been laying? You change with the weather, you change with the Right off the bat, there's that voice. The lead singer's name is Emily Armstrong. That's right. Emily. Uh-huh. This is a female-fronted band. The guitar is, I hope I say her name right, uh, Susie Medley. Okay. As in, so, like... female guitarist, female vocalist. And then Sean Friday on drums and Chris Null on bass. Okay. Sean Friday? That's a cool name. Yeah. Imagine on Friday is your last People name. People cheer up just if you say your name. Yo, it's song Friday. I love Fridays, man. You love my entire family. That's right. <laughs> this song is kind of a mid-level rock song. Most of their songs are much more high impact, much more hard rock. Definitely. Um, and so her tone is different in this song than in most of your other songs. We haven't gotten to the big part yet. You'll yeah. hear a little bit of it. We'll play a little bit of another song that some people may recognize will. that's yeah. by them. But of course, we're concentrating on the underplayed one. Yeah. All right, I'm going to back this up just a wee, as I do, and we'll carry on with the rest of the song. So beautiful. Yeah. She hits those notes so well.
listen to their music like yeah. for real for real Love her vocal fry right there. Yeah. yeah, that's that quality of her voice. She's been compared to Stevie Nicks. That makes sense. Yeah. It's the best part of the song. Time breakdown. Really nice. Absolutely. I love it. Whoops. Muse. <laughs> <laughs> I always don't hit uh, pause fast enough, but it's interesting because I've been a fan of Dead Sarah for a long, long time, and oh. <clears throat> I have. This song came out in 2012, and I was jamming to this when it was new because they Muse. I don't know if everybody knows. Yeah. These two know I'm a big fan, and I saw or heard something, maybe even on the radio, saying this band called Dead Sarah was opening for uh, Muse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if they're opening for Muse, this has got to be a good band. And I checked them out. Of course, I loved them. Yeah. 2012. That yep. was. Yeah. This was off their first ago. album. They've had. Uh, 2012 was 10 years ago. Yeah. They've got a couple. They've had a couple of records since then. Here's another example of her voice in another style. What we were talking about earlier, she kind of has a a harder style to her. Yeah, and she does it well, I think. I love this song. You guys, this is called Weatherman. This is, again, Dead Sarah. Check it out. This song was a bit popular. This is not super underplayed, but it's another reference. Check it out.
Tigo's a little falsetto there. To compare her to another female rock singer or like alternative singer, the girl from Paramore, Haley. Yes. I think oh, yes. Her name. Yeah. That's what she kind of reminds me because yeah. they both can like belt in that scream mm-hmm. and also like does sing. Does the Paramore voice. girl, does her voice like break up like that? Like the vocal fry? Yeah. I think so, yeah. In some yeah. of her songs. Loudwire, there's a quote from their site that says Armstrong's vocal layers can go from giving you a warm hug to punching you in the face, and the pitch of her voice takes you on a roller coaster ride you won't soon forget. Wow. Like that. That's true. Yeah, Dead Sarah. Um, I really think that she should come back alive for. Uh, they have albums. Re- they do. Okay, so they have three albums. Both the songs that we've just played were off their first album. That's correct. Their self-titled album, Dead Sarah, released in 2012. Then they had Pleasure to Meet You, released in 2015. And their most recent, Ain't It Tragic, was released in 2021. And on that album, they had a song called Heroes that made it to number 32 on the U.S. main rock billboard. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's hear what that sounds like. Heroes. I love it. Okay, this is good. You guys know this one? No. No. She has a style. I love her voice, though. Mm-hmm. It seems like she sings all her songs in the same key. Am I wrong? They just sound uh, all the same. You may not be wrong. Actually, yeah, you may not be wrong. <laughs> That may be more the guitar player's choice, though, or whoever wrote the song. Well, so she writes all the lyrics oh. um, to all the songs, and the music is composed by the band together as a group. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's G. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Heroes. Yeah. But we're here. For dear love. So Chase, tell us what you've kind of already gone. Do you have more to say about the voice or? Yeah, just another quote talking about Emily Armstrong and Susie Medley saying that they are a study in contrast on stage. Medley remains rooted in place, a solid steady anchor for Armstrong's almost unhinged performances. I love that. A skilled vocal stylist who can handle blues, soul, and folk rock with equal Mm -hmm. aplomb. Ooh, what was Equal that what? A, a plum? A plum. I am a- so going to put a dictionary on our website of all the cool words we discover. Oh, you should. <laughs> and make up. It, I yeah, didn't true. make it up. We make up some words. Buble-y. Buble-esque. A plum means, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but that's what it means. She's confident. It's a sight word. Finishing the quote, Armstrong will unleash a guttural howl one minute and trill as pretty as a songbird the next. I thought that was very accurate. Yes. Yeah, that's true. A bit like Janis Joplin. She's been compared to her as well. Okay. So she started playing the guitar and singing with her guitar when she was around 12. And she grew up singing folk music, 60s and 70s folk music. That's, wow. Yeah. And that's what she sang for a very long time. And then she met Susie uh, Medley, which 
that was not her born given name, but that is the name that she's taken now. They met when I think uh, maybe Susie was 15. Oh, wow. You know, what is that? That's high school, early high school, right? right? And um, they started singing together and playing together. And so when they first started recording, they were writing their own music and they would hire out a bass and a drum mm-hmm. to do their recording. And they did that for like, a while. Like a session musician. Yeah, but they wanted a steady band. So after a while, they finally got the rest of their band, and that was helpful to solidify them and yeah. make them, you know. I really like the bass player. I like the space that he occupies in the song. Like, he he knows what he's doing. I, I think that their bass player is no longer with them. Oh, like, just crap. recent... Something like that. I read something in there that the bass player is no longer with them now. So. Do you mean like? Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, he's he's not dead? passed. Okay. No, sorry. <laughs> that would be, he's just no longer that with would be the band. So ironic. Right. No. Dead Sarah. Oh my gosh. No. Okay, so let's talk about the name Dead Sarah. <clears throat> okay, I I want to know what what like. Right. Yeah. So there is a Fleetwood Mac song called Sarah. And when the girls were young, they loved this song. And there's a line in the song that says, blah, 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 said Sarah. Okay. And they always thought that the lyrics were dead Sarah. And when they were coming up with a name, you know, and that was kind of their own personal private joke, you know, that they thought it was dead Sarah. yeah. Yeah. And when they were coming up with names, they had a hard time finding a name that they they both agreed on. But the one that they always agreed on was Dead Sarah. Okay. So that's where the name came from. We got to deconstruct here. Okay, here it comes, guys. She's going to talk about the laces. And then it's going to say said Sarah. Right here. Of course, it's a, a an instrumental. <laughs> it's coming up. It's been coming up for the past minute. Dead Sarah. Oh, it does. that does sound like that does Dead sound Sarah. like Dead Sarah. We gotta. I'm going to back it up because it was still compressed when Keaton said that. So hang on. Sorry. That's totally dead Sarah. You can hear the (laughs) dumb. She doesn't say... Maybe the The DSer was a little... Maybe, yeah, maybe. The lyrics are said Sarah. Dead Sarah. That's a duh. I can hear that too. Dead Sarah. I think they had the DSer up a little too high. Maybe. So, therefore, the the girls in their, you know, early teens. That that makes sense. I could see where they got that. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And Dead Sarah is a cool name for a band. It is. True, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's better than the other names they listed. They were bad. Great name for an alternative Oh, really? They listed? What are the other ones? Yeah. I I can't say them on our show. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. Some explicit... Explicative names. <laughs> explicate. <laughs> explicate words. Explicit. That goes explicit. in the dictionary too. No, I said like explicatives. You know, like expletives. That's like expletives. the expletives. Expletives. So that is how they got their name. 
so we've talked about her voice. We've talked about, <laughs> have we talked about her voice to your satisfaction? Trace? We have, we have. She's a little bit like our last artist in that she's got the ability to You mean Cowboy on, Malfoy? Yeah. Okay. To take on styles. different styles yeah. and do them extremely well. Mm-hmm. They both have incredibly fast vibrato. Yes. Yeah, they just happen. Yeah. Like Which that is Eddie really Vedder. Pretty. You should name this episode Fast Vibrato. Vibrato Racing. <laughs> vibrato Racing. Who can vibrate? <laughs> Who can vibrate the fastest? <laughs> you know, I'm doing it. I'm going to name it Vibrato Racing. <laughs> vibrato Race. So there is some machine, computer, something, I don't know what it is, that can calculate the the speed the frequency of a, the speed of a, of someone's vibrato um, i know that because i read an article about my Josh my Grover. friend Josh Groban <laughs> oh, of course you did my my dear close friend um, they're besties yeah he also has that kind of very fast vibrato and i was talking about that with uh, another friend who was a vocalist and he compared that speed to that of a goat I'm dead. <laughs> uh, right. Keaton. That's, yeah. You've got you've got it on your the screaming goat. Shall we? We shall. Are they faster than Josh Groban though? All right. So we have an actual audio of a screaming goat here, uh, recorded in our living room. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was no vibrato there. No, that's not enough. <laughs> There's no vibrato there. Oh my god. That goat doesn't have much vocal control. Okay, we digress so much. <laughs> we digress. Oh, Sorry. as usual. Our, our rabbit trails are very long. Our rabbit holes are, are deep. deep. Yes, yep. mm-hmm. our rabbit yes. holes are deep. You need to bring out the holy hand grenade. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and, throw, and throw it in. Cut. It shall Cut. be three. No. No more. No less. I'm lost. Three shall oh, be the counting. <laughs> poor Jenna. Five is right out. If Jenna saw... Some days Jenna's got to watch that movie. Yeah. So the only thing we haven't talked about really is the meaning. lyrics. The lyrics, right, yeah. The meaning of the lyrics. She, like many of our previous artists that we have discussed, she's a poet. She writes poetry. Okay. That is their writing style. She writes the words in kind of a poetic form, and then mm-hmm. they come together as a band and add music to it. It's difficult to pin down an exact meaning to the song. It's definitely, I think, about a relationship gone bad. It's kind of difficult to figure out kind of what side she's landing on it, you Mm. know? She says, uh, dear love, he was a good man. I hope he'll rise to the occasion. And I hold a way to you with every moment, a way to shun the mistake. So she definitely sees it as a mistake. Mm Mm-hmm. Bittersweet. Mm Mm-hmm. But... A couple times in there, she says, if you leave, I hope you do well. She's got a little bitterness in there, too, though. She says, you promised. You promised not to change. She says, who would ever want to spend so much time alone? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Poor girl. Yeah. So I uh, listened to several of their songs, because just trying to get a feel for, you know, the different sounds and stuff like that. And, and Was it all off this album, or did you go across? No, I went to all of the albums. All of them? 
Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to every song on every album, but I listened to a couple of songs off of each album. Mm-hmm. And I just did notice, though, that this is her writing style, this kind of poetic. It's not all real clear. It's definitely not all extremely literal, maybe a little vague, I might even say. Vague. Like Joe Henry. Like Joe Henry. Yeah. Metaphorical. Poetical. Who's Joe Henry? One oh. of the guys. Listen to the podcast, Jenna. <laughs> it was like oh. it was like two podcasts ago or something. So right. that's where I land on the meaning of the song. Okay, it's like a way of saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, you messed up. The way she talks about it, it's it's very like I don't know what other word to use besides like bittersweet mm-hmm. because yeah. like I I mean or maybe she's saying I wish you well in like a. Uh, sassy Sass- way, yeah, yeah like sarcastic. A, oh, sarcastic, yeah, sarcastic, yeah. Gosh, words are really well, jerk face. So that was Dead Sarah with Dear Love. You can check them out. We'll have all the info in the show notes. Check out all their songs. This was 2012, guys. So there's a lot that's come out since then. We just picked this song because it's a personal favorite. I loved Weathermen back in 2012. Uh, this is off that same album, but there's a few albums after that. And there's a, there's a few singles, too, that weren't associated with albums. So check out Dead Sarah. Check out Cowboy Malfoy. Keaton's going to take us out. And that's a wrap for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, as per usual. If you want to keep up with our future episodes, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you really liked what you heard today, we'd appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate and review our show. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more people like you. We have a TikTok now, by the way, at The Underplayed. Ah! Um, and of course, social media. Uh, you can find us on uh, Instagram as well. The really? dot underplayed um, and Facebook, which is of course facebook.com slash the underplayed. And you can email us ideas if you'd like. Hello at the underplayed.com. I was going to say it. <laughs>